0: He's my dad, James Gutman. What is up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm dad. It is Friday. It is March the nineteenth. It is 2021. How are you? I have the coronavirus. That's right. I have COVID. Yeah, that's how we started out. I know I sound great, and to be honest with you, I don't feel so great. Um, don't really feel too good at all. To be honest with you, I'm not. I'm not the kind of person who usually gets sick. So for me, even a little sick is like, "Eh." so yeah, I know I sound upbeat. I know I sound great. And while I'm not at death's door, I'm not fantastic. This was all kind of a surprise to me. I think, you know, my kid, her friend, somebody's friend had it. It got back to me. And it kind of shows you that no matter how careful you are, no matter how many times you wear the mask and you go out and you wash your hands and all that other stuff, I'm like, kind of fastidious when it comes to you know keeping my myself sanitized and all that kind of stuff i i shower at least once a day and i really mean that too now that i have my own place and it's not seen as weird uh, and i'm by myself sometimes i shower more than once a day i don't know i like it. it clears my head um but yeah i have coronavirus let me give you guys kind of a rundown of how this happened On the weekend, we had heard that somebody we knew had COVID, right? So all of a sudden, once that happens, you start to worry and you start to kind of analyze everything that you think is wrong with you. I actually wrote about this on Wednesday, and this is what's so stupid about it, was once I heard about this person having COVID, somebody who I didn't even come into contact with, right? I didn't even come into contact with the person who had the COVID. I started worrying about my own. You know, allergies. And every year around this time, I get sick. WrestleMania time. I've learned to equate that with being sick. And it's the kind of thing where I forget it every single year. Where I'm like, what is wrong with me? Oh my God, I'm sick. Is something wrong with me? Oh my God. And then I remember, it's WrestleMania. The changing of the seasons. WrestleMania is always like March to April. Um, I always think back to 2001. It was the day that I had moved into a brand new apartment years and years ago. It was WrestleMania 17. And I remember being so ridiculously sick, sore throat, all that stuff. So it happened again. Here we are. It's the end of March, you know, towards the end of March. And I'm feeling the same kind of stuff headaches, you know, a little bit of a sore throat, a little raspy, if you will. I'm telling myself, you know what? It's just the allergies. But in my head, I'm like, maybe it's COVID, you know, maybe it's coronavirus. I wrote about it on Wednesday. I wrote it almost like as a joke, but how silly of me to expect it to be coronavirus when it's probably just allergies I get like this. What's wrong with me? Well, what ends up happening is I go to the uh, the walk-in. On Initially, I went to the walk-in on Tuesday because I started to not feel well on Monday, which was like right after we found out about the, the person that we know. So I'm like, this is stupid. You know, it's obviously not bad. Tuesday, I felt really bad. Tuesday was a really bad day. I remember I woke up And I had this like sinus headache and I get sinus headaches sometimes. I always have where my eyes hurt, you know, I get it right behind my eyes or, you know, I press on them and it's like painful, you know, and it wouldn't go away. And usually what will happen with that is I'll wake up like that and I'll go back to sleep and I'll feel better, you know, and it's not until I I lay down and I rest a little bit that I kind of get over it or I take Advil cold and sinus. That's kind of my, my go-to. I love Advil cold and sinus. It's like the miracle elixir. So I bought that and I'm taking that and it's really, it's still not going away, and all day I'm feeling that. I'm feeling kind of off. I'm feeling warm, you know. But then again, also, like, the weather's going up and down. I'm telling people that. I'm like, the weather's going up and down. I'm just a little, you know, rrr, rrr. I didn't see anybody either. That's the other thing, too. One of the cool things about uh, about going through a, a divorce, as I am, is that, I, you know, I have some days where I'm just here by myself. My kids weren't here. Just me. But I'm thinking to myself, well, the heat was on because it went from, like, 60 degrees and then there were snow flurries, actually, like, on Tuesday. So I'm like, that's got to be it. The weather's going up and down. Relax, man. Why do I get so worked up and so worried about, you know, coronavirus when it's probably just the allergies and the changing of the weather and sinuses and all that stuff. So I go to the walk-in. They make the appointment for me. I'm like, all right, we'll do that. So Wednesday comes and I make the appointment. It's like 1245. And this is how sure I was that it wasn't COVID. I'm actually making plans in my head for what I'm going to do. After I get this test back, I'm like, this is gonna be stupid. I'll just do it, find out I'm okay. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna run to, you know, you run here. I'm gonna run to Coles, TJ, Matt, all the stupid things that you do in your head that you have to take care of. I gotta go pick up food, you know. I was gonna do it actually before, but again, not feeling so great. Not because there was any concern. You know, that's the funny thing. I had these errands to run. I didn't run them before, but not because I was worried that I might have COVID. I don't want to go out. I was like, I just don't want to run out before. Because I'm not feeling so great. I'll just do it after. It'll just work out more. You know, I had a meeting in the morning, all that stuff. So I go to the walk-in and I sit down and here's what's funny. I sit down and they ask me, they were like, did you come into contact with anybody who had COVID? I'm like, no. I'm like, but we know somebody who did. And, you know, we, you know, the kids and everybody knows people. And I just wanted to make sure because I'm not feeling so great. Okay. And this other dude walks in to get his COVID test and they go, uh, why are you here? And he goes, I came into contact with someone who has COVID. And I thought, hmm, huh. He's screwed, and I sat there and I waited, and they called me into the to the office. Now, about two years ago, I had written a a blog post for High Blog. I'm Dad called I forget how big he is, and it was a story about. How I had picked up Lucas, my son. My son is nonverbal, he has autism, but he's also gigantic. You know, he's getting bigger, he's not a baby, even though in my head he's always gonna be the baby. Even if he was verbal, even if he didn't have autism, he'd still be my baby. But because of that, like I pick him up, we run around, that kind of stuff. And I had picked him up and done all these things. And in the course of all that, I had gotten back pain and I worried and I went to this walk in center and I saw this doctor and I, you know, the doctor's asking me if I did anything that would have caused me to have pain because it was a pinched nerve. And I go, how do I have a pinched nerve? And he goes, well, have you done anything? I go, well, I picked up my son. He's like, you know, 80 pounds. And I realized how big he was. And the doctor's like, hmm, that'll do it. It was the exact same doctor. I mentioned this for a reason. This doctor's bedside manner is insane. It is like the most overly sympathetic voice and delivery I've ever experienced from a doctor. And he had the same delivery for a pinched nerve that he had for COVID, right? I got the test done. They stuck the thing up my nose. It was not fun. I didn't expect it either. I know people know what the what the rapid test is from COVID. I had no idea. I thought they swab your mouth. They go, can you pull your mask down a little bit? I go, okay. And then she shoved a stick in my nose. I'm like, holy crap. Now, if I had known this going in, I probably would have been more worried. I'm kind of glad I didn't know. So if you didn't know, sorry. Sorry for the warning. It sucks. She leaves the room. She says the doctor will be back in, in a second. I, I'm waiting. Same doctor walks in and he goes, James, I'm like, yeah, how are you? And he goes, yeah, mm, it's COVID. I go, what? Like, now I'm shocked because I lit, like, if you had asked me beforehand, I was like 95% sure it was not COVID. I was like, almost, I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, it's COVID. Wow. All right. Um, now what? Uh, you just quarantine. There's nothing you can do. There's literally nothing you can do. There's no medicine. He's like, you could take over-the-counter stuff. You could take Advil. And I had been taking Advil anyway. Um, I had been taking so much Advil that my fever was, you know, under control, but I never had a handle of what my fever was. When I went to the, the walk-in, it was like 99 point something. Um, and that was it. And I left. And now I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that, A, I have to quarantine through Lucas's birthday, uh, which is right in the midst of the whole thing. A lot of things you miss and events and people, and I can't see anybody. The good news is I hadn't really seen anyone since my symptoms had began. So it wasn't like, you know, I had to contact the world and tell them about it. You know, it was just, um, I just had to deal with it. I had to come to grips with this COVID thing. And I have been, that's what I've been doing. And it's been kind of weird to do it here. I'm, I'm, you know, in the house, I'm alone, which is nice. You know, keep away from everybody. I don't have to worry about getting anybody else sick. Uh, I am taking care of myself which is kind of a pain in the butt sometimes to deal with, but it's all right. And yeah, I'm just, I'm quarantining here. I did the contact tracing call today. They called me up, asked me questions about who I am, what I do, answered all that stuff. So that was fun, you know? So I'm home. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, man, I guess it brings up a lot of questions from people who don't have COVID or haven't had COVID uh, before anything too, I also, I had my vaccination appointments. As you guys know, I had a quintuple bypass in 2012. So I was considered one of the high risk people that they were worried about. So I had an appointment scheduled for April 11th. I was supposed to go to uh, aqueduct out here in New York. I was dreading it because it's like, you know, I hate driving into like, you know, the Queens area, just ugh, not really a big fan of it, of all the traffic and crazy people. I, one time I was driving through Queens, somebody actually hit me with their car, hit my car with their car. And I remember we made eye contact and she drove away. And I was like, son of a bitch. So that's the kind of stuff that happens when you go into Queens and you're dealing with that. But now that's off the table. Once you have COVID, you're not supposed to get the vaccine for 90 days after. Uh, so I get antibodies and that's fantastic. But, you know, eventually I have to get the, the shot. Now, I know people are wondering what is what is COVID? I can't tell you what COVID is because one of the things that I'm learning and this is what kind of sucks about it is even if you have it and you tell people about it, they go, well, you can't speak for everyone. So it's really impossible. If people are, are you want to be freaked out about it, they're going to be freaked out. If people want to not care about it, they're going to not care. Um, I'll tell you this about me: um, I stay fairly healthy. I exercise every day. I do cardio every day. I keep myself, you know, moving. You know, again, since the heart surgery, I watch what I eat. I eat a very, you know, rabbit-like diet. You know, I'm a pescatarian. I just eat fish. That's about the extent of it. I don't eat any red meat, any any poultry. I do cardio for about 30 minutes a day so I keep myself active which is good you know and again I rarely get sick because of it and that's one of the things I always heard that if you keep yourself healthy you're not gonna get as, as awful uh, result and I think one of the reasons why is I could totally see if I was you know elderly if I was um, battling some other type of illness that this would knock the hell out of me it's like I keep likening it to pneumonia You know, I remember having pneumonia when I was a kid, like people would get pneumonia sometimes. And for some people you get pneumonia, you're in bed, it's a really bad cold, but you also hear stories about pneumonia killing people, you hear stories about, you know, pneumonia being a major thing for different people. And that's kind of what this is. This has not been fun and it has not been something enjoyable. It is a bad cold for me to have. Was it worth staying home for eight months or whatever it was? I don't know if it was worth that. But I could definitely see the need to be careful around somebody who's older. I also see how strange it is for some people to get the symptoms and some people not to get the symptoms. You know, at this point, nobody, I know there's, there's tests out in my family too. My kids seem fine. You know, my daughter's, you know, texting me pictures of the cat and stuff like that. I'm like, you okay, She's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, all right, it's cool. They're making her quarantine, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm the only one right now who's dealing with any sort of symptoms Now, what those symptoms are, I'm getting a lot of the things I had. I had the fever, as I mentioned. I had the headaches. Sore throat, yeah. Cough, that kind of feeling. Fatigue, like, you know, sleeping. Losing the sense of taste and smell. That was one of the things I was always so intrigued about hearing it on TV. I haven't really lost a sense of smell or taste, I don't think. Although, I do have that feeling of, you know, when you're sick sometimes, like, it kind of feels like your mouth is coated with nothingness. I don't know how to put it almost like an emptiness kind of a feeling. So um, maybe like a muffled sense of taste or smell, just not really hungry or kind of that sick feeling. I feel like when I drank water, it almost had a a bit of a taste to it, kind of a freshness taste. So it definitely affects your, or at least my sense of taste in a way, but not to the point where I would say I lost a sense of taste. Whenever I heard that on TV, it always sounded like some sort of magical thing. So yeah, that has not been an issue really. I don't think it's a, it's not the worst thing I've ever experienced, if I'm being honest. It's, it's bad. It's the worst thing I've experienced in quite some time. I'll be honest with you about that. I haven't had a cold like this in, in a very long time. When I was a kid, I used to get sick a lot more. But it's definitely something that will you know, knock you down a few pegs. You know, As you guys know, I'm the, I'm the content editor over at therichest.com. Started with them uh, through the same company that was doing Baby Gaga. I haven't missed any work doing it, so it hasn't knocked me out of doing that. So I've been able to be active, I've been able to be up, I've walked around, I'm walking around my house, things like that. So I'm not completely bedridden, but I'm not feeling fantastic. So I don't know. I don't know what I can possibly tell people because I don't know if you would experience it the way I'm experiencing it. I will say, I think that at some point, the people who did try to tell you how you were going to experience it definitely had, you know, I don't want to say ulterior motives, but I keep thinking back to the very beginning of COVID. And I think about freaking Chris Cuomo on CNN when he got it. Do you guys remember that? I remember watching it. He was like the first personality on TV that really got it. And I remember him in his basement. He's like shivering. And he's like, you do not want to get this. You don't want to get this. And he was like freaking me out. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to get this. Like Chris Cuomo. And Chris Cuomo's whole thing is that he works out and he's exercising. I'm like, oh my God. Now I'll be honest with you, man. If I did this podcast on day one, yeah, it would have sounded like that. I'd have been like, hey, I don't know if I would have sounded like that. I wouldn't have freaked out about it, but I definitely was off all day and I was in a bad spot. You can probably even hear it in my voice now, or I'm a little raspy from it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you want to be careful. You want to cover your mouth. It's the same thing. And this is what I don't get, man. I'm going to be across the board now because I've always tried to tiptoe around a lot of this stuff because it kind of drives me crazy on both sides of the fence when it comes to COVID. I don't think that we should, you know, End the world, you know, and shut everything down because of something that's, that's pretty crappy. I think there's certain segments of society that need to be careful. I also think that you should wear a mask. You got to wear, I don't understand why you wouldn't wear a mask, right? It's a cold, it's an illness, it's being sick. I don't want to catch anything you have. If you have pneumonia, if you have the flu, if you have whatever, the best you could do is cover the holes on your face that produce the type of spit that passes that on to other people, right? So if you're out at a store or whatever and you're around strangers and you don't know what they're doing and you know that there's something in the air that they have no cure for yet and you know that it could you know, severely affect people who are compromised in some way, do your part not to spread that around. Why wouldn't you do that? It's not about you. It's about whatever. And the fact that you could have it and not have any symptoms means that you could be giving it to the world around you. So I don't know, man. If, if you don't want to wear a mask, I've never understood that either. What's the problem? Why can't you just wear the mask? You want people to see your mouth? You love your mouth that much that you're like, how am I going to cover up this? I don't want them to not see this part of my face. You know, or these people who are like, it's awful. It's so stuffy. It's like, you know, you know what that is? That's your breath. Like maybe you have bad breath. And maybe now that you have to cover your mouth and your nose, you have to smell it. Every time I see somebody who has the mask not over their nose and just over their mouth, I think... That dude's got awful breath, because the reason he took it down is because he's breathing into his nose and he's smelling it. So now it's your turn. Have a tic tac. Stop doing that. I don't know, it drives me crazy. It, it to me it seems like a common sense thing. Like, well, it doesn't kill coronavirus. No, it just stops stops your spittle from getting on me, bro. Like, just don't don't spit on me. So I would definitely endorse that. Wear a mask, whatever. Now with me. It didn't really come from any of that, you know, like I wear masks when I go out and I'm around people who wear masks and that kind of thing. But, you know, it could be as simple as, you know, one person sees another person, sees another person. You know, we all have the the group of friends that we're comfortable with, you know, and you don't know. And that's, you know, who they're out with and what they do. So anybody could really get this thing. You know, it's good to be careful and it's good to be aware of who's around you and who might have it. But at the end of the day, something is just, you know, it happens, man. COVID happens, as they say. So uh so yeah, here I am. I have COVID. I treated myself though, man. I bought myself a video game. Um, you know, kinda of proud of uh, how I'm handling it, you know. Buy myself a few good boy presents. There was this thing that I wanted to get from uh I got this thing, it looks like a ravioli, it's a spoon rest for, for pots and pans, you know. And I always used to look at it on Amazon, I'm like, that thing is so stupid. But it looks cute. I could really use that for the house. I'm not gonna get stupid. Fifteen dollars on a on a ravioli shaped spoon rest. Bought the spoon rest. I have a ravioli shaped spoon rest coming to my house very soon. So I will be playing Hitman, and I will be putting my spoons on a big ravioli, and I will be happy. And that will be my, uh, you know, my COVID present to myself. I've been watching a lot of wrestling. You know, getting to do all the stuff I wanted to do. But yeah, so it's rough. It's rough. The isolation, I think, is the roughest part. Not being around the kids and things like that are, are, uh, that's the stuff that's hardest to wrap my head around. But as far as dealing with the illness and dealing with the things I have to deal with, you know, I feel like I'll survive. I don't love it, but, you know, you make it through. So I'll keep you guys updated. I want to, I want to thank, I mean, I've had a lot of people in my life who have really been great. The people who do know about it, I want to, I've had, you know, a really good support system. So I appreciate all of you if you guys are listening out there. I hope you're listening. So thank you to you too. And, uh, and yeah, COVID sucks. All right. And real quick at the end, I always go to, uh, to the blog, kind of recap some of the things I talk about on the blog. Now on Wednesday, I did that stupid, I call it stupid now. And it is kind of stupid. My, my stupid Wednesday thing talking about how being, I was worried that I had COVID and how it was probably allergies. Spoiler alert, it was COVID. And it was called, I'm definitely maybe not sick. Um, no, I'm sick. That's what it was. So that was the, <laughs> that was the Wednesday one. How ridiculous is that, man? I thought about it. The day that it went up was the day that I got my COVID test. And I had to go back and look at this picture of me and Lucas in our face masks and think, nice job, dude. You got got the COVID. On Monday, I wrote about listening to my son. My son is nonverbal. It's called Choosing to Listen. And it was a story about how Lucas will often come to me with a request. And often, as we do with our kids, we sometimes kind of blow them off. We assume they're going to tell us something they're not. We assume maybe they're gonna ask for something you know, that you don't want them to have, and that was what happens with Lucas. He'll often bring me the food that he wants. Even if I've told him five or six times, no, no more food, you ate enough. You're growing gigantic. You have to chill out. And there was one particular time where he came to me and I tried to get him to use his communication device and he didn't want to. So again, I assume that he thought that I was gonna say no because he wanted food, but it turns out he wanted me to put the projector on the wall i have a wall in my dining room that i use for my projector uh, we have like this movie projector with a chromecast on it and he didn't know how to say it he didn't have a button for it he didn't know it was a tv he just brought me over to the wall and he tapped on the wall and it turns out he wanted to watch a show and it would have been so easy for me to be like no lucas no food because when he tried to take my hand and lead me to it i assumed he was going to ask for food and i was about to do it but then i'm like no nah, don't do that what if let's see what he wants And that's what he wanted. And I think that's one of the things that we have to do with our kids. Whether your kid is verbal, nonverbal, whatever it is, you have to make the choice to listen to them sometimes. Whether, even if you have a kid who is verbal, sometimes you have to read between the lines, figure out what they want. Sometimes it's actually harder to figure out what the verbal kids want than the nonverbal kids. So yeah, with Lucas, I I choose to listen. I chose to listen that day and I was very proud of myself for it. Yeah, that does it for me, guys. I have COVID, so I'm gonna go. And um, yeah, rest up a little bit. Drink my tea, drinking some chai tea. Got one of those honey stirrers. Really decadent right now. I'm the, I'm the happiest patient in the coronavirus. And right now, man, at the end of the day, one thing is certain. I am the healthiest person in this isolated house. So I keep telling myself that. So if I get worried about anything, I'm like, hey, I'm the healthiest person in this house. And I am. So until next time, this is James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pod. I'm dead.